You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz Cantina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to God Stories Radio. This is session 310. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. What's going on out there tonight? Woohoo, we made it to another Tuesday night. Robert Herman, Ray Ray all day. What up, Ray? What's going on? What's up? Robert Herman, it's so nice to have you guys on. Yeah, we're going to be minus two people in the chat tonight. <laughs> two very important people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they happen to be in studio with us. Right. They're here in, they're here in the house. They're here in the house. <laughs> the Vanderas in the house, the Kevinators. Live and in Lori. person. Live and in person. <laughs> we like it. That's awesome. Well, welcome, guys. We're so glad that you guys came out. Thank you. It was really, really a nice surprise. You know, when Fritz told me, I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Because I know you guys (laughs) listen. And, you know, I know you guys have been big supporters and stuff. And we really appreciate it. Session 310, too. Does that uh, that mean anything to y'all? Sometimes numbers are, you know. Maybe not? No? Nah. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> Got nothing. Sorry. Well, it's special now it's because special we're now. here. Right. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that is very, very true. So, Fritz, for the listening audience, do you want to maybe tell uh, the rest of the community about your relationship with the Vanderas, and maybe they can understand how you guys got to know each other? Yeah, I can. I can do that part, and then I'll let them tell how they got uh, involved with the church and how. They, uh, we became, became friends and, and now that they know me, we're still friends and that's amazing. <laughs> and, uh, we love them for it, but, um, I, these two have been such an amazing blessing, uh, to me personally, especially in the tech world. Most of y'all know that, that, uh, I'm a tech director at a big church here in town and Kevin, without this guy coming on the scene and handling the Celebrate Recoveries, because the show was on Thursday night, I would not have been able to continue doing God Stories Radio on a regular basis. <laughs> so for that, my friend, I say thank you. Thank you very you much. Most welcome. And getting to know his lovely wife, Lori, um, we just kind of hit it off with uh, medical stories and, and swapping uh, tales on uh, just having a good old time. Speaking of a good old time, if you're ever hungry on a Wednesday night, you know, drop down for dinner at the uh, Wesley Center. They are downtown on 7th Street. Dallas and the crew puts on an amazing dinner. I think it's, what, eight bucks? And yeah. that's at eight the First bucks. United Methodist Church First United of Methodist Church of Claremont, downtown. And uh, they put on an amazing dinner. And that's where you swap a lot of stories. Good For stuff. Sure. You get to know people. It's amazing. And they do Bible study, right? Yes. On I think Wednesdays. they're doing the Alpha. Yes, right they now, are. The Alpha study. Yeah. 
And I only got to attend one Wednesday because I work every single Wednesday now. (laughs) Everyone. Everyone. Without fail. Yeah. That's okay, though. But uh, we are so excited to have these guys in the studio because it's Tuesday night and they could actually come. Yeah. Uh, they were they were slated to come a, a few weeks ago, but uh, illness overtook them. And at about, least one of us. At least one of you. Yes. <laughs> we are so glad. Tis that, the season uh, for it. <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. It seems, seems like everybody I know, thing, is, you know is sick, you know, with something. Good gravy. So. Well, how'd you guys uh, end up at First United Methodist of Claremont? I'm going to let Kevin tell that story. <laughs> well, well, why don't we start from when we moved down to Florida? Yes. Kind, of, kind of the thought process of picking up from where we were in New Jersey and just saying, you know what? We're going to head down to Florida. <laughs> Jersey, what exit? <laughs> A very cold state that just got snow today. Boy, you know it. <laughs> I did my time in New Jersey. How many years were you guys in Jersey? We grew up there. Oh, wow. Okay. Born and raised in Jersey. Born and raised. Okay. What city? I grew up in Wyckoff. Uh Uh-huh. And he grew up in Oakland, which are almost neighboring towns. Almost. But we never knew each other until I started working for a retail store that he was at. Uh And he wound up being my boss. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you roll, So that's how we met. Okay, cool. Exactly. (laughs) That's really cool. So back in 2019, pre-COVID, we began having discussions about what we want to do, what direction we want to go in. And we ultimately decided we're going to move down to Florida. We wanted to be closer to my parents. My parents moved down back in 2007 prior to us even getting married. So we started having the discussion. We had a, what was it? A th- it was a three-year plan. A three-year three year plan laid out that we were going to follow and just pick up and move down here. Well, we kind of compressed that three-year plan to a one-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> so Lori was working for our church at the time. Uh, she was the secretary, but she also did a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and her job kind of got downsized. It got re. My position got revamped, and I was put into like a different category. But then my hours and my pay were drastically cut. Mm. And Kevin and I sat down and we're like, yeah, we can't make it with that. So we decided to condense our plan. So like 2019 was going to be the clean out year and get the house ready for putting it on the market. Well, we did that in like three months, Mm -hmm. put the house on the market. (laughs) And then like literally seven months later, sold the house and we started making plans to move down. Wow. Okay. And I'm sorry, what year was that? 2019. 2019. Okay. So this is all pre-COVID, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we moved down in January. I had gotten a job down here. So we're like, <laughs> okay, we're ready. Let's go. Right. So she got a job as a travel agent. 
Oh, cool. So she was she was working for uh, AAA up in Ocala. Mm-hmm. I came down jobless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I did too when I came to yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. So we we moved down. We move in with my parents. Mm-hmm. So first thing we first thing we have to do besides Lori starting her new job is I have to go find a job. Mm-hmm. So. I put my resume out everywhere I could, ended up finding Walgreens. Okay, cool. So uh, within three weeks, I start working for them full time right off the bat. So and then so we have a couple months where there's training for Lori. She had to go down to Tampa a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm working in my store in Apopka. Mm-hmm. And my aunt and uncle decide to sell their house and move up north to uh, Massachusetts where my cousin is. So we end up buying their house. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) So it worked out really nice. Uh And the house is literally a stone's throw away from my parents. That's really great. So close, but not too close. Right. Close enough that we're there for each other, but far enough that we're not like on top of each other. Right. Right. And that's important. So we get that all kind of squared away and lined up in February. Well, then March comes and we all know what happened March of 2020. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we do. Unless you've been living under a rock. (laughs) Yes. So um, we have the closing set for the house beginning of April. Thankfully, we got that all done before Mm. things really started to shut down. To shut down. You were really lucky. Yes, we were. I should say blessed, not lucky. We were very blessed. Because there's a central theme with this whole story. I'm finding that, you know, God's, he's just got all the, he's wanting them down here pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, things just worked out so well. Yeah. You know, with everything, it was a lot of hectic stuff that we had to deal with, but. It was just like God was definitely behind everything, making sure everything was we're everything lined up. And so I nice felt thing. like he kept nudging us. Like, yeah. Like when your when your job got downsized, that was probably the more, biggest nudge. Oh, it was probably more of a push. <laughs> Isn't it funny how he uses stuff like that? Yeah. Because yeah. we get comfortable and we get settled and we get we're we're like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to move. I don't want any change. I don't want to rock yep. the boat. Well, we had talked about, you know, since we got married, that our ultimate plan was to move down to Florida. Yeah. But I didn't want to move to Florida while my parents were living. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we were already two and a half hours away from them because they were in upstate New York. Okay. They were both ill. My father actually passed away six months after our wedding. Oh, due to cancer, but my oh, mom was man. still living and she was cancer free for many years. Uh huh. And she passed away in 2017. Okay. So before so you guys made the After move. my mom died, you yeah. know, Kevin and I started talking about, you know, Florida is definitely becoming a reality for us down the road. Sure. You know, so that was all the plan, but we weren't quite ready to make that move. Right. But with my job getting downsized, it was that push that I think we needed to say, okay, okay, God, we're listening. And 
you know, condense everything that three year plan down to like a, a 12 month plan, basically. And it was really a leap of faith. Too. And it was definitely a leap of faith. You know, we, we had to do a lot of trusting in his plan. Yes. Right. And that first Sunday that we were down here after we moved, the movers came with all our stuff and to put into storage because where are we going to go with it? We we're living with his parents. Sure. So we sat there at the storage unit listening to First UMC through his cell phone. So a little background. I, I did go online prior to even moving down and started researching churches because that's one thing we both said that we need to establish sooner than later. Yeah. Right, right. And First UMC was probably at the top of the list. Yeah. Just, just based on what I saw both on the website, on social media, and just seeing how engaged this church is. Yeah, they're really good about being out there in the community yes. oh, and serving. Definitely. Yes. So, I thought Susan Brandt had had uh, recruited you because <laughs> you just you fit into the choir almost instantaneously. And it was like this relationship that was, I thought, well, maybe she knew you. No. No. I did not know Susan at all. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't meet Susan until that September. When the church when reopened the church in reopened. September. Wow. Oh, That's wow. when I met Susan because we had gone to a concert right as COVID was really starting to spread down here. Right. Right. It at, was the Joel Rainey, Mary McDonald concert. concert and that I'm the sitting held. in the I'm sitting in the congregation and I'm going, this is it. This is this is what I want to be a part of. Cool. You know, I wanted to be part of the church. I felt really good with, you know, the sermon, you know, that it was all God breathed, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, that God was definitely living in this church mm -hmm. with us. And I basically, when the church reopened, I sought out Susan after the service and it introduced myself to her. Basically saying, hi, my name is Lori and I sing, <laughs> you know, and she goes, OK, let's meet. And we met and basically she grabbed me and put me to work right away. And awesome, you know, and Susan, and I became really good friends through throughout the years since we've been down here. Mm -hmm. You know, she's family. Her son, Eddie, is, is family. Mm -hmm. To us, it's not just that they're friends and that she's my choir director. We're family, mm -hmm. you know, so. And not really, only that, but I got to the opportunity to work with Eddie in with the, tech. the tech world. Yeah. Because Eddie had taken a full-time job with the church for a period of time. Yes. And he worked in the sanctuary. So he, mm -hmm. he was doing front of house sound at the time. I was doing the stream and we really fed off each other really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy. He is. Yeah. Yep. We he really is. Here. Yeah. You know, so it was just it. We just clicked mm -hmm. and it just made coming to first that much more special. Yeah. For us. Yeah. But, you know, it was definitely God leading us to the church. Yeah. You know, and when you feel at home in the church, you you know, you found the right mix. Absolutely. For, for yourself. Absolutely. So, you know, between the preaching and the relationships that you can form with everybody and the outreaches and the music department is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it just it felt like home. But but it was funny how it all worked out. So we go to this concert in the end of February and we're, we we both basically decide, OK, this is going to be our church home. And then it all shuts down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're what we're kind of splitting time between our old church up in New Jersey online and first. Right. And part of that is because our church up north had to transition online. Well, I I mean, they were online, but not at the caliber that they needed to be. So I actually did a lot of video editing and whatnot for them from down here. Oh, cool. So, so I was able to help contribute to, to their success. But we, we even said, once first reopens, that's we're, where we're going. We're there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it took a while to reopen, but I think it was great, you know, because Fritz had been preparing the church uh, for online streaming pre COVID. And, and I got to tell you this I took Susan's um, Morris, her old desktop. She had an old Dell desktop the little, one of them little guys and i took that and i got it online streaming the sunday before the the covid thing happened and um i just i just found that ironic that that all went down and i made that little thing work almost all the way through covid that's a miracle in and of itself, yeah. <laughs> you know, but that just shows you, you know, God had a purpose for, for Fritz as well, you know, to get the church, uh, online pre COVID and, you know, lo and behold, you know, by once he gets the church online a week later, COVID hits and everything has to shift to online. Yeah. You know, where there's a lot of churches that weren't doing online services and yeah. all of a sudden they had to figure all that out. Yeah. And you couldn't buy any equipment. It was all gone. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. You could go on B&H and all those big, you know, box stores and you couldn't find nothing. Because everyone, everyone every, was online not, or not nothing. Even, not even just churches, corporations. Did you see too. the Wesley Center and how we turned it into a TV studio? I saw that. Yes. Yeah. How we built the... Yeah, that was something else. But we, uh, I think having that online presence and having, um, you know, messages from the pastors on a regular basis and stuff like that, I think it kept us. That was nice. And we grew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was amazing. That's what I was going to say is that it allowed you guys to expand outside the state because then you started getting people from other parts of the U.S. listening. And I think you had international listeners too right yeah. yeah a lot of people from the uk okay yep yeah i i'm still amazed how many people stream the traditional service oh my gosh it's amazing yeah because you have um i want to say what close to 200 live on a sunday and then that it jumps to a thousand by end of week yeah, yeah. people are i know i've shared our link several times and my friends who are in Jersey are listening. Oh, that's, and watching oh, that's it. fantastic. First, you might first church and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. We have know? we have one. She has a she has a condo in Kissimmee, and she's come to the church. What now? Twice. Twice when she's, she's come, come to down church. to visit. That's when she's great. Visited. So That's wonderful. And she goes, "Oh, this church is wonderful." Yeah. You know, she was like, "Oh, they they sing the old hymns." <laughs> you know, and yes, you know that's hard to find. It's yeah. hard to find it in all, any church. That they're still singing the hymns. Yeah, and you have the hymns on one doing. side, and you walk two hundred steps, and it's a different planet. Yeah, <laughs> so it's pretty cool. So, but the funny thing is, I love both. Yeah, I, how can I, you not? I I enjoy. I really enjoy both. Yeah, yeah. I think it feeds different parts of your spirit. Absolutely. Right? Yes. yes. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, I grew up on the old hymns, so that's where I'm rooted. Sure, but I love some of the more. Con- Contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I find it soothing too to listen to some of the old hymns because they're so, they're kind of raw. You know what I mean? Like they really get to the heart, um, when you hear those songs. And not to say that contemporary music doesn't get to the heart, it does, but it, it more tells a story. Yes. Whereas I feel like a hymn is a little bit more direct. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the hymns derive directly from scripture. Yeah, they do. I I love that. They do, and they're so. When you think, um, I mean, hymns are kind of timeless, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas modern music can kind of date itself a little bit more. Um, so that's the other thing about a hymn is that you don't need any kind of background music or anything. You can just. You can just sing a hymn. Yeah. You can just sing a hymn whenever. So it's pretty neat. Remember when they used to have hymnals? (laughs) Well, we still do. We still do. We still have them. (laughs) Not a lot of people use them nowadays now that we have the screen, but. Yeah. Uh, It's true. Used to always be a Bible and a hymnal in the pews. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But. When the church was getting ready to reopen, uh, the pastors had a drive-through prayer. Oh, um, I remember that. We stopped by, and Pastor Doug actually recognized us from the couple of times that we had come at the beginning of the year. Oh, that's neat. So, yeah, that was really nice. And at that point, we were chomping at the bit to to, to get connected get in, get connected to the church. Yeah. Into some of the ministries that the church offers and, you know, just aching to be in that church building mm-hmm. at that point. You know, we just needed that connection again. Yeah. And of course, as soon as I mentioned the word tech, eyes lit up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> so I, th- I think it was that following Sunday he introduced me to Fritz. And, and uh, then I met with you and Joe at one point during the yep. week. We chatted mm-hmm. and it was on from that point. Yep. Yep. I was just amazed at how quick you fell into the front of the house ranks. And, and it was just almost <laughs> like you'd been doing it for years. And uh, well, I'm just like, wow. In a sense, I have. Well, true. <laughs> I, I went from just went from one to the other. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But man, you have been a blessing in the traditional ranks. Uh, 
uh, to our team and yeah. Oh, and I love everybody the team over, over there. there. Love the team over there. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Well, it's such a needed area, and it's not an area that just anybody can serve in. Um, you know, it's it's sort of like singing, right? Not yes. everybody can sing. Everybody may think they can sing, but right. not everybody can sing. <laughs> um, and so it takes the right person to uh, be able to come in and assist and be accountable and reliable and um, just bring a skill set. Not only that, we're just a nutty, witty, sensitive bunch. Yeah, no, you just... guys have a lot of fun, which I think is great yeah, and important. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. You know, for serving together, it really is a camaraderie and a uh, a very relational type of serving, which is which is cool, oh, yeah. which is the way it should be. You know, um, like you said, you become family. Yes. You know, um, versus just, you know, doing another job. Yeah. So. So obviously we know that the that the Lord brought you down here. Yes. And oh, we've sure. seen the fruits of of the labor and such, but what do you say to that? What do you, um, I guess, what am I asking? You know, yeah, what where are you, you what asking? Do you, what do you think <laughs> that the Lord's, the Lord's guidance and purpose and direction and all of this was, do you think there was a specific reason and what was that? Or you're living out that specific reason now? I think we are. Um, I think we needed to be closer to my parents. Okay. Because that has absolutely been a blessing. Yeah. I um, can imagine. For sure. Because I I kept telling Lori, every time they came up north to visit, it became harder and harder to say goodbye. And even mm. when we were coming down here to see them, it was getting harder to leave. Mm -hmm. And I didn't I didn't want it to get to a point where we're not down here and their health is starting to fail. Mm -hmm. I want to spend time with them while I still can. Understandable. So that that's number one. But I definitely feel like we're where we need to be. Um, just because we're 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 definitely happier down here for sure. We're happier down here. <laughs> um, you know, I I I don't know about you, but I I find myself less tense than I was up in. We're definitely New a lot more relaxed down here than what we were in Jersey. You know, just on an everyday basis. Even just Ke Kevin coming home from work, he's not as um frustrated and tense like he was up in Jersey. I didn't know you could use relaxed in Jersey in the same sentence. <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> you know, down here, he's definitely more go with the flow type of feel to it. Yeah. But even our relationship has gotten better since we moved down here. Well, well you figure just the the stress of not being near your parents, just that alone, like not having that anymore. Right. Must have been a huge release, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, his parents are great. You know, they took me in like 
I'm not their daughter-in-law. I'm really their daughter. That's awesome. You know, and his mom and I get along so well. Oh. You know, so I can go to her and have conversations with her that I could have with my mom. Oh. You know, so that means the world to me. Of course. Yeah. You know, so being down here in Florida and being closer to them, mm-hmm. even for myself, I know it was very important for Kevin to do it. I, we made the right move and we moved down at the right time. Yeah. yeah. I think looking back, if we had done our three-year plan, I don't think we would be as connected now than what we, you know. You might not have been able to afford the house. Yeah, we might not have been able to move. Yeah. You know, I would have had to get another job up north to I I I almost feel like God wanted us to get down here before COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. It sure looks that way. Yeah, I would agree (laughs) with that. Thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, I lost my initial job down here because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, because they shut down the offices. So I was working from home. Yeah, and tra- all travel, I was doing was travel was not the industry to be in. No, it COVID. was not. And no. all I was doing was being on the phone with cruise lines canceling trips. Yeah. Ooh. You know, so after a while, they put me out on furlough. And then when they started to reopen all the offices, some people didn't go back. Some people stayed at home and worked. Yeah. Others, they let go. And I was unfortunately one of the ones they let go. And, well, and it was mainly because you were brand new. I was brand, brand new. new. Exactly. Literally just started. First, last hired first. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I had to find a new job. Yeah. But I'm happy now where I am. Yeah. Work-wise. I like what I'm doing. So that's important. The, too. the ironic part is um, she went to school for medical assisting. Uh-huh. Back in the day. And she really was, I mean, you could speak for yourself. I, I didn't find a job at that point uh-huh. as a medical assistant. It's funny. It comes in waves. So I, you know, I had, I went back to school and became a travel agent uh-huh. up in Jersey and, and kept using that. And then when things really went online for mm-hmm. travel, I kind of took a step back from being in an office and worked outside sales mm-hmm. and kept certain clients. Mm-hmm. And then I, had to get another job <laughs> to really pay all the bills. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I met Kevin. And that's, you know, a story within itself. And then basically started working for the church. And now we're down here and we're enjoying it. Yeah. You know, we're enjoying being near his parents. We're enjoying our church relationships that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, we're Growing deeper in Christ. And we're growing deeper together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think the, all of that is just making the move that much more special. Sure. For us that we did it when we did it. Yeah. And it's still relatively new for you guys because, you know, 2019 is not that long ago in comparisons to how yeah. long you guys were in Jersey for. Right. You know? Yeah. We've only been down here three years Yeah. Now. So it's, you know, there's a lot feels more like home down here. It sure. Does. Sure. It does. And it's nice to, you know, be able to start establishing your roots and, you know, you still have a lot to discover is my point. Yes, yes. we do. Yeah. Which what is a quick fun. three years though. <laughs> I know. 
golly. It feels like yesterday that we moved down. Yeah. It, it really does, does, but I feel like, on the other hand, you guys have been here forever. Yeah. This feels that way. And That's I think so it's because cool. we got involved at the church when we did. That's how the Lord rolls. Yeah. It's all oh, yeah. in his perfect timing. And we've just got to learn to trust that. And you know, I I have a tendency to to get in my own willpower and I think I've got it all figured out. And thank goodness I got a wife that'll talk me off the ledge. <laughs> I mean, we we had no idea going into this move that a global pandemic was going to hit. Yeah, nobody no. like nobody we, knew no, that. I mean, one. no one knew, but yeah. you know, we we're in this period of transition. And all of a sudden, our world is already upside down. And then the entire world turns upside down. Yeah. So it it threw us for a loop for sure. But yeah, I mean, we made our way through it and we're stronger, even stronger now because of it. And it's all because we trusted God's plan. That's the moral of the story right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, there there's an old chorus that, I always go back to with it and it's in his time. It's not our time that things happen. It's in God's time that things happen. And we're so accustomed to going for what we want and not realizing that we, our plan might be this one way, but God is going to steer us a different way. And we have to realize that it's in God's time, not ours. I think it's the hardest verse in the Bible is be still. Yep. That is true. At least for a man, you know, because we're movers and groovers and rainmakers and fixers and warriors and be still. Come on, Lord. Can I help you out a little bit? It's one of the hardest things to do. You betcha. You betcha. But I, because you, especially when you get into a groove, I, I feel like now we're in. Now that we've been here for three years, we're we're now in a groove, yeah. right? Because we have our routine. We now have our routine. We we've, yeah. we've established, and sometimes sometimes you got to remember that to be still <laughs> and <laughs> literally remember where you came from, literally. <laughs> and sometimes God makes you lay on your back, so all you can do is look up. Look up. Yep. Ooh, that's true. Ooh. Oh, that's a that's mm-hmm. a story from you for another day. Oh, yeah, yes. I think we both could tell one in that regard. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. God just makes you stop in your tracks and say, uh, no more. Yep. You're going to you, do it this way from rest, now on. And you yeah. need to rest in me and yeah, that's true. look up because mm-hmm. that's where you're going to get your answers. You're not going to get it by. He just did that to you two weeks ago. I know he did. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm still suffering from it. <laughs> Oh man. As I hack. As you hack. <laughs> you good down there, we can get you some water. But no, it, it definitely was a God thing. This for the past three years, past four years, definitely a God thing. You better believe it. You know, he steered us moving down here. He steered us to the church. He steered us to, to jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, he really it's all God. It's all God. Mm-hmm. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen.
Amen to that. Well, what do you guys think online? Let's light up some chat. You guys are quiet over there. Uh, but but man, what a what a fantastic story. <laughs> Robert Herman says, I like my rock. <laughs> I, I guess remember when I said I uh, unless you were living that. under a rock. <laughs> he said, I like my rock. Yeah. He likes his rock. <laughs> Well, in the words of Craig Fraley, rock on, Robert Herman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Rock on. <laughs> rock on. Tectonic planet. <laughs> did you ever meet Craig? No, I did not. Oh, I've heard, I've yeah. heard a lot about him, especially from the CR world. Yeah, yeah of course. Craig yeah. was, uh, he was amazing, you know, and uh, being Good. from South Africa, I guess he was. Yeah. And he would come in here about every six months or so and give us an update on his testimony. He just loved to come in. He really and, did. And yeah. talk to us. And uh <laughs> <laughs> he was uh he, he he was just amazing. Uh I don't I don't know how to explain because he was different. He wasn't strange, but it was different. He had a way of reaching people that other people um didn't. You know, he he was gifted uh, in music and he was gifted with, um, a lot of things, but he was humble at the same time. And, uh, you know, he lived a rough life, but, um, he straightened out and sure he got did. his life Touched together a lot of people. and, you know, everything was for God from that point on. It was just, it was kind of amazing to hear him. And, um, Craig is the type of guy he'd give you the shirt off his back. You know, it was just a good human being. Um, and it's it's just sad. You know, we've lost a lot of people mm-hmm. over the the last several years. We've lost a lot of people. God, scary yeah. to think. Did you meet Chip? Did you know Chip? No. No. Yeah. I just, wow. So many people. Yeah, Come and gone. Good people too, mm-hmm. you know. So um, we have to be grateful for the time that we have with each other. And I'm so glad that you you have a supportive spouse and you have the ability to be close to your parents because that's a gift. It's a gift for them. It's a gift for you guys as well. Yeah. And um you know, I try to do the same with my mom too. She's 82 and I just try to spend what time I can with her. Um, and it's nice that we have the ability to do that, you know, cause once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. And, uh, that's, it's hard, right? Cause it, that's, it's, it's very hard because you can ask him, you know, I've had a lot of health issues recently and, I will break down at times and start crying for no reason. And I, and I basically say, I just want my mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because mm, yeah. nobody understands you like mom. No. And my mom and I had a very special relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we were like two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. Basically where we were a lot alike mm-hmm. and we would, come down to Florida and do Disney trips together. Aww. We would go to NASCAR races together. Yeah. You know, so, or Yankee games together. You know, we did a lot of things together. Right. You know, and she wasn't just my mom. She was my best friend. Sure. You know, so when she passed away, it hit hard. 
Yeah. And there's still times now, how many years later I keep going. I wish my mom was here, mm-hmm. you know, that I could share some of the stuff with her, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, she loved coming to Florida. So I, you know, would, would have loved to have her come down to see the house and mm-hmm. spend some time in the sun with us, you know, mm-hmm. and, but, you know, God wanted her home with him. Mm-hmm. And my mom is home now with her husband and my brother and her parents and her brother. So, you know, it's she's playing that great organ in the sky. And she's playing that great organ in the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was an organist. Mm-hmm. That was loud. You know, and you know, that's you know, I I know my mom's happy. I know my mom is smiling down on us. And I feel like God closes chapters in our lives so that we can move on in other ways. And like you were saying, you know, he he took your dad and then he took your mom and then you knew it was time for the next chapter. Right. Um, And even though, you know, it's bittersweet, right? Because you're happy that they don't suffer anymore right. that they, you know, they're fully restored and they're in their glory with the Lord, but it doesn't stop our pain and our missing them. And yeah, you know, the place that they hold in our hearts. But I feel like that's kind of where legacy comes in yeah. and where you, you know, your mom is always going to be a part of you and everything that you do. Yep. And so that's how she continues to live on. Is yeah. through she you. loved music. So, and she was a great organist, and she definitely instilled that love of music in me. Yeah. So, and that's my outlet. Right. That's your gifting. That's, and now when you share that, it yes. touches other people. Yep. Pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Fantastic. Tina's got to come and hear you sing sometime. Though. Yeah. Yeah, she I does. Really like, I really like that. Yeah. I'll let you I know Fritz has heard her. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I have had the pleasure of hearing her. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Looks like there's a general theme in the chat tonight. Uh, Ray Ray says, uh, you said it. It's God's timing is perfect. It is. We Amen. don't always like his timing, but it is perfect. And yeah. Mr. Herman said, timing is God. Ooh. Oh, definitely. Mm, yeah. I like that. Love that. Definitely. So. For sure. Well, thanks, guys, for coming and uh, sharing with us tonight. Just uh, talking and being part of the GSR family. Yeah, it's nice to have you on this side of the uh, channel. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of fun. And if you'd like to be in the studio, too, you can contact us at godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest in the studio, that's godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. And uh, go, if you get a chance, visit us at www.godstoriesradio.com. And we have a little PayPal button on the front there. And if God so uh, directs you to support us, we greatly appreciate it. Drop a little change in the jar and it helps keep us going. And it is also tax time right now. We have to file like the big boys. And uh, so just to be transparent, it's about $450. So we're trying to raise the money and in in the next month or so to to do that so you know if the lord speaks to you if not we'll just take the prayers and uh, god will provide so we appreciate it amen he always does he always does mm-hmm. and we're just uh 
happy to be here and happy to be with y'all. And we're praying for you guys and we're still taking prayer requests. So GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. Send in those prayer requests. And um, it's just really cool. Uh, looks like this Tuesday thing could be working out because we're getting guests and and um, Kevin and Lori came in because it's Tuesday. Uh, typically, he wouldn't be able to come if it was on Thursday. So he'd this be is, doing Celebrate Recovery. He'd be doing Celebrate Recovery. So um, <laughs> uh, anyway, we're just um, very thankful for each and every one of you. We're glad to be back on the air. My trip to Portland was great. It's hard to leave that grandbaby. Oh, but, uh, she's so cute. Yeah, she, <laughs> she is cute. No doubt yeah. about it. So Little Grandpa more. had a hard time at the airport, but at mm. uh, no, like I'm like you. I don't like saying those goodbyes. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's just see you later. See you later. See you later. That's right. And uh, what's uh, Robert say? Uh, you will always get guests. Yeah, sir. I I appreciate that. Great to hear from you all, Ray. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you. We love all of you. So that about wraps it up for session 310. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless.